I want us to make our uh, confession about the Apostles' Creed. I'm going to get this somehow put in the for you, something big, and frame that. Because I want people to see uh, in actuality what we believe. And I think every church should have something in that manner. And so the Apostle Creed goes like this. I'd like for you to confess it with me and whatnot because the more you confess it, guess what it does? It gets inside of you. Amen? It gets inside of you. And so here it goes. It goes like this. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose from the dead. He's ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there, he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe in the Holy Catholic Church. The communion of the saints. The forgiveness of sin. And the resurrection of the body. And life everlasting. Amen. So I don't know who's listening, but I always want to say, remember this word Catholic is not talking about the Roman Catholic. When it says the Holy Catholic Church, it's saying the Holy Universal Church. Amen. Because that's what the word Catholic means. It means universal church. So we are the universal church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So sometimes, <clears throat> but again, as we learn, I've learned, even in my own uh, Baptist church, we had this up. I could see the, the shepherd with the, with, the, uh, with the little shepherd stick in his hand and all the little lambs around, and this confession is on there. And those of you that were raised uh, in the Catholic church, you said you saw the same thing. So isn't it amazing how these principles were always there, these Apostle Creed was always there, but look how long it took us to learn them, to pay attention to them. Amen. And we're in the 21st century. Isn't that amazing? Well, if you have your Bibles, I, um, I've been, you know, sharing with you faith in our redemption, which is week four in faith in our redemption. I think we missed a, a couple of uh, episodes here on uh our podcast, so I'll go back uh, just for those who would like to listen in on it. I think the last time I shared with you in with you was about the virgin birth, and some of what I was saying this morning was in quoting the Apostle Creed and showing that you know all of these uh, statements of faith that I make; these are all scriptural, so it's not just a statement of faith. Each one of these has scriptures attached to it. Amen? It is the word of God. And so when you look at something like, I believe in God, 
the Father Almighty, mighty creator of heaven and earth. Well, where would we find that at? In Genesis 1. God, the creator of heaven and earth. And in Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary. So where would we find that? Which is what we were talking about in Luke one twenty six. Okay? So what I want to do is get you to go with me to Matthew chapter 1. And look at it from this perspective, verse 18. Now in Luke chapter 1, verse 26, we know that the angel came from God. The same angel. Now this is what I want you to, I want to put a, a major emphasis on tonight is, is that the same angel or the same word that God gave to Mary, gave to Joseph. He talked to Joseph on several different occasions. And Joseph knew that voice in the dream. And every time God used the angel Gabriel to speak to him, and I believe this is Gabriel, he was able to trust that voice. What am I saying to you? It's the same way about God. When he ministers to you and I in a certain way, he doesn't change his pattern of how he deals with you and I. Because it's, what is it? It's a, a relationship that's being built here. Okay? And what happened is sometimes we try to pick up on someone else, how they hear, how they receive, and we try to incorporate how they hear, what they receive, and we try to put ourselves in that manner. And you can't do that. Because when you think of Psalm 139, the Bible said that each of us was wonderfully made. Huh? I think that's Psalm 139 too. Put that up for a moment, Casey. And so while he's doing that, the word redemption, again, it means to what? To be purchased, bought back from the slave market called sin. The ransom for our freedom was what? His blood, his life. Is that right? Spirit, soul, and body. Jesus had to present it all to the Father for our total redemption. Amen. And so we have the opportunity to live this life by faith. Amen. Okay, so verse 14. Notice this. I will praise thee. For I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. So you see, you were, you were what? You were fearfully and wonderfully made. This is how you don't see yourself like that, but you got to see yourself in the light of God, how he made you. And you got to understand that God made you the way he did because why? You, he has a purpose for your life for the way he made you to make a mark in the earth that can't be erased. But if you just become one that just mimic, you know what, you know what I mean by mimic? You're just mimicking what someone else said. But you don't have no truth revelation for yourself. You have no understanding for yourself. 
It's not what you're mimicking is wrong. You just don't have the revelation. You can't stand the fire when the time of test come. Are you following the saying? Every now and then, all of us going to be thrown in the fiery den. All of us will be thrown into a lion's den. It may not be an actual lion. It may not be an actual. But guess what? You will be thrown into a fiery den. Why? Because, not because of you, but because of the one of the truth he gave to you. So the enemy is not after you. He's after the purpose. He's after the God life that's in you because that is what made a mockery of him. But because God has to use people like you and I. Satan has to use people like you and I. And so to whom you give yourself as servants to obey his servant you become. So that's why it's so important that you understand about your redemption. Okay? Because that redemption puts you and I back in the law, what I call the law of Genesis 1 and 2. Meaning this, you are able to call those things that be not as though they were. I want that Selah. Think about that for a moment. That's what you were created for. We look at the first Adam, and we look at all others of how they work the word of God, and etc. Our work is believing. Remember Romans, uh, what was that? <coughs> Excuse me. Romans 4.3, it said, what said the scripture? Abraham did what? He believed God. And it was what? He couldn't have done what him and Sarah did on their own. That was a biological miracle that had to have God touching them through his word to give, to strengthen them to do what he placed in them. In other words, they were to the, he brought them to a place that there was no way they can help themselves. You and I have to get to the place that there's no way I can help myself. Hmm? So Romans 4.21 said, Abraham became fully persuaded. Why was he fully persuaded? He said that what God had promised, God is able to perform. In other words, the burden is not on me. The burden of the proof is always on God the Father. Now, once he revealed his hand, you and I got to carry it out. And that's when the enemy begins to put his assault, his attack. He begins to viciously put his little veins inside of us through words, through irritation, through uh, uh, a lot of things that can you know, move you in the wrong way. What is he trying to do? He's trying to shift you from purpose. Hmm? But God will use the very thing to irritate you, the very thing of his veins in you to do what? To he, he will make all bring, he make what God does, what the scripture says. How God will uh he uh uh 
all things work together for his good, for those who love him, and those who are called according to his purpose. So what the enemy meant for evil, no matter what, God has already turned it around for your good. So you could never be in, in a destitute position that God has not already made it good on your behalf. Why? Because he got a plan for your life. You can't stay right there. Hmm? The plan of redemption, it wasn't just to say, you know, I'm God. I got up. I, I gave you life. Now, hey. No. This was a, this was a, uh, execution, a plan. I don't even know did God had to sit with himself. God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost and say, you know, we got to come up with a plan to bring forth redemption. And letting Jesus know as the word, you're going to be the one to carry this out. I, I, I don't know. But we know in Genesis 1.26, the Bible said, and God said, let us make man. Man was not made in Genesis 1.26. Man was, cre was made in, in, in verse 27 and then verse 28. That's the first time man ever heard words. Verse 26 was a discussion between God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Hmm? And then God went on about creating man in the image and likeness of that which he spoke of. The purpose of our redemption is to bring us back to that place where God can fellowship with us spirit to spirit. Mm -mm. Can you see it? So when you allow your frustration, your irritations, your aggravations, whatever that may look like, and when you allow that to get in the way, then guess what? You are delaying God. You are delaying fellowship with your father. Because that's what the enemy wants you to do. He wants you to be caught on what you, how you feel. He wants you to be caught on what it looks like. Well, there's just some people just get it. Just get, just get moving. I can, I'll be all right. No, it's not people. People are going to always be in a place to vex you. But you got to grow in a place that has what we call patience and self-control. So God will allow things and God will use circumstances and situations to perfect you for your calling. Hmm? You ever been in places, been in positions or whatnot, it just seems like, well, nothing I do seems like it just works out right. It's working for your good. It may not appear like it. I mean, watch this for a moment. Now go back, Casey, go back to uh, Matthew. Watch this just for a moment. Matthew 18, 118. It said, now the birth of Jesus was on this wise when a mother, when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Keep going. Now Joseph, her husband, being a just man, not willing to make a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, behold, here we go. The angel of the Lord appeared unto him 
in a dream. You might want to write that in, underline that in your Bible. Now, we talked about we didn't know whether the dream was a daydream. We didn't know whether the dream was an open dream. But you'll see a few scriptures down. It was he was asleep. It was a dream. Okay? Saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not. Now, notice what the angel is doing. He is confirming what was taking place in the life of Mary. This is the same setup that God did with, with um, Saul, which is called the Apostle Paul, and Ananias. God spoke to Ananias. God spoke to Paul. Paul knew Ananias was coming. Ananias knew Paul. He was going to minister to Paul. Why? Because the same Jesus that ministered to Ananias, I mean to Paul on the road to Damascus, he ministered to Ananias in a dream, in a vision. Can y'all see this? This is New Testament belief. And I'm just saying, when God began to put certain people in your life, you know, he does it for a purpose. You may not discover the fullness of that purpose for 30 years. You say, well, I don't have 30 years. Well, what you going to do? God already knows that he's already mapped out the beginning of your day to the end. And then he come and get you in the time of generation that you're supposed to be born. That, that, that just blows my mind every time I think, so, think about that. Eons and eons and eons of life before I was ever conceived, God already saw me standing here, right here, doing what I'm doing. Now, how powerful is that? He knew Brother Johnny was going to be sitting right there. Amen, brother. Yeah, he already knew. All of y'all that's in here, he already knew. What is that? Because what he put in you, that's something he's working out. You can't see it. You can't touch it. You can't, you, 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 you can't even use your mind to put it together. But if you'll just allow the Holy Spirit to continue to navigate, to assist, to coach your life, you will end up right where you're supposed to be at the right time doing the right thing. Oh, Saka Zulu, huh? <laughs> Notice this. Next verse, uh, 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 Casey. And he... And he shall bring forth the son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, and he shall save his people from sin. He's seen this in the dream. He's seen this in the dream. Okay, next verse, Casey. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord, uh, the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be, uh, shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which was being interpreted is God with us. I mean, God gave Jesus this name. The reason why that name is hated, that name is not hated because, you know, people say, well, we don't want this name. This name offend people. A man didn't give that name. 
Notice the name Muhammad doesn't offend people. Huh? Heart of Krishna don't offend people. Right? I mean, and everything else that goes with it, that don't offend nobody. But how come the name Jesus? Because it's spiritual. It's because God gave that name and the devil know that that's the name that destroyed him. And you and I are carriers of that name. Can I, can I tell you a little secret? We are little Jesus walking around. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Yeah, she, I understand. I understand. And they come to say they learn. Notice this. And then Joseph being raised from sleep. See, all this the angel was saying to him while he was asleep. What was he doing? He was filling in on that child that Mary was carrying. And what is the life the birth and the death of this child will be. And I'm holding you responsible, Joseph, to keep watch over him. He that is my seed to redeem the world from sin. You think Mary had a task? Look at Joseph's task. Are you getting this? Now watch this. So you've seen that Joseph had a dream from God, right? Okay. And watch this. Then Joseph being raised from sleep, so we know he was asleep, and did as the angel of the Lord bidden him. Because what was he going to do? He was going to put her away privately. So when something is of God and people are involved, the same God that spoke to you got to speak to them. You, and you don't have to force it. You don't have to say, you don't have to say a thing. It's not yours. It's his. If you try to help God, you done made it worse. You done delayed the plan of God because why? You have not been proven. You have proved that you can't be trusted to allow God to act on his own. Oh, then Joseph being raised from sleep did as the angel of the Lord bid him and took unto him his wife. Watch this. Now he took her as his wife. He ready to put her away. And he knew her not till she brought forth her firstborn son and called and he called his name and he Joseph, Mary knew. Remember? I showed y'all in Genesis, I mean, in Luke 1. Yeah. Mary knew, but look who called him. Mary did not discuss this with Joseph. What's she going to tell him? That's a fight. That's a fight in Harlem.
What you gonna say? That's a fight in visa. <laughs> yeah. Next verse, Casey. Now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea in the days of Herod the king, Jesus called, that, tell that old fox. Behold, there came wise men from the east of Jerusalem. And then notice it. Wise men. It wasn't no three wise men. It just say wise men. Right? Do you know those wise men had an, uh, they were an entourage? Entourage? Yeah, is that right? Yeah, okay. I know you know them, but I know what I'm saying, but I know you, you, you know you. So what does that mean? He had a, that were many that brought three types of gifts. Hmm? You ain't bring no pork chop and uh, boudet. No crackling either. Only in Louisiana we had that. Southwest Louisiana. Yeah. Saying, where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. Wow. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled. And all Jerusalem with him. Keep going. And when he had gathered all the chief priests to strive the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. He's afraid. He don't want to worship him. He want to kill him. Okay? And he said, in Bethlehem of Judea, for it is written by the prophet, and now Bethlehem in the land of Judah are not the least among the prince of Judah? For out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. Keep going. Then Herod, when he had privately called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, and he said, Go. And search diligently for this young child. And when you have found him, bring me word again that I may come and worship him. Now we know that's a lie, right? He want to kill him. Keep going. Now what am I doing? When God, the burden, I'm getting ready to show you as we get into these main scriptures. The burden of the proof is on God to protect the seed until the time of delivery to bring forth that which he called him to. Jesus couldn't defend himself. God had Joseph to watch over him and Mary and Jesus. The angel was giving him instruction. I'm trying to tell you, God will put you in a place to hide you from religion and tradition. Why? Because you're not ready to be out there by yourself. That's why you got to be careful where you go, who you hang out with. 
That's why God gives you pastors. They are the watchmen of your soul. Not to just, you know, watch you every little. No. In his spirit. Pastors have to know how to carry. Are you listening to me? They have to know how to carry. You in their spirit. But then there are times that people will fight you. Hmm? Sometimes the believer will fight you. Hmm? Not understanding, not recognizing what it is that God called them to. I like that shirt, my brother. Are y'all thought? Are you? Can you see this? Keep going, uh, Casey. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. Keep going. And when they were coming to the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother. Now he's not in the manger. He's in the house. So Jesus now is a few years old. But Joseph's responsibility is to watch over and keep him because why? His time, Jesus' time has not come. God was protecting that seed, that seed that we're going to, that's going to be the deliverer. Herod knew it. The devil knew it, but they did not know who he was. Hmm? I mean, just think about those of us that are in this room, of those who may be listening by Facebook. You don't know what is in you that God has elected you to do until the time come that it enter in. Remember the Bible talked about Judah, I mean, Judah, how Satan entered into Judah? Judah walked with Jesus for three and a half years, but he, Satan didn't enter in to, 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 to what? To, uh, to, to, uh, to give up Jesus until the appointed time. Hmm? Oh. And when they were coming to the house, they saw the young child with his mother, with Mary, his mother, and he fell down. They worshiped him. And when they had opened their treasure, they presented unto him gifts. There were three types of gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. There was no three wise men. There were wise men. Y'all got them little things at y'all house, got y'all little three wise men. Yeah, you, you know, got the little wise men out there all lit up. It was no three wise men. It was wise men. With the baby Jesus in the man, they got it all fixed up. <laughs> got it all wrong. <laughs> I'm not against you. You know, you know, that's all right. Then some of them got a little black Jesus, some got a little white Jesus. 
You know, <laughs> I mean, it, it's just crazy. Are y'all following? Are y'all following? And you a spirit, and you out there looking at that flesh. My God, talking about talking about Christmas. You you don't even know you don't even know what the flavor of the Kool Aid is. <laughs> the devil got y'all arguing over color. Got y'all arguing over all this kind of stuff. And you know, I'm just telling you. I won't see none of y'all out there no more acting like that. You understand what I'm saying? Don't let the devil use y'all like a ninny, because that's what he's been doing with all of us for years. So, next verse, Casey. And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph again in a dream, saying, Arise and take the young child and his mother and flee to Egypt. Why? Because he... What? God knows all. You don't have to know all. He knows all. He just needs your participant, your participation to follow him, to answer the call wherever he leads you. Isn't it amazing? This is the same man that was willing to put his wife aside until the Holy, until God used that same angel that spoke to Mary God used that same angel to speak to Joseph. Now he's speaking to him again. Arise, take the young child, his mother, flee into Egypt, and be thou there until I bring thee word. What is he doing? Giving him instruction. See, now when God, see this is what faith is. Faith is always acting on the word that God speaks. What we do? <coughs> Excuse me. So what did God speak? Bring the young child to Egypt. And stay there until I bring you word. Huh? He didn't say go somewhere else. He said stay there. Well, I'm tired of being here, Lord. Ain't nothing here. Huh? He told you to do what? Stay there. Stay there, you. <laughs> he said, for Herod, notice why he told him. He said, for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. So God was protecting that seed. Our Redeemer. The reason why we live today. The reason why we got this hope today. God just didn't put him out. He was born and didn't just throw him out there. No, Jesus was incapable. Yes, he was God. He was God. But guess what? In his humanity, he was, he get the name, that's what that name Jesus hit. The, the name Jesus fit his humanity. He had to grow into that. Hmm? Next verse, Casey. And when he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed into Egypt. Isn't that amazing? And was there until the death of Herod. He didn't know. But he, he obeyed God. Watch this. That it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord, about, by the prophet saying, out of Egypt have I called my son. Didn't Herod, 
when he saw that he was mocked of the wise man, was exceedingly raw and sent for, and notice this, he started slaying all children that were in Bethlehem and all the coast thereof from two years old and under. That means male children. He was killing them. Because that was his original intent. I got to find this redeemer. Because they, they heard of this redeemer is going to be born to redeem the children of Israel or the world from their sin. Satan was trying to stop that seed. And it was right under his nose. God used a man and led him and guided him. The same Holy Spirit that was leading Joseph is the same Holy Spirit that's leading you and I. Jesus couldn't protect himself. God was using someone else to do what? Why? Because it have, you have to be born in the earth to have authority. Jesus was a man. He was a child. He was born in the earth. Yes, he's God, but he is as much man as he is God. He's God without his glorification. So he's subject to being tired. He's subject to be, whereas he got to, his diaper has to be changed. He has to learn how to walk. He has to learn how to, uh, how to potty. He said, that's God. He still got to learn how to potty. It's humanity's side. He didn't come with any of God's glorification. That means Jesus, you know, he didn't come here looking like a rock star. People couldn't even, he was so common that he, he didn't look like nothing worth anything. Hmm? If we wanted to step on the platform, well, well, we, we got to make sure we got, you know, make sure my hair right. Huh? <laughs> Is that right? Not Jesus. Look at this. And so you see, he killed all of those according to the time which he had diligently inquired of the wise men. Keep going, Casey. Then was the fulfilled which was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet, saying, In Ramah, there was a, a voice heard, lamentation, weeping, and great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children, and would not be comforted because they are not. Why? Because there was killing going on, murdering babies going on. I mean, all male species from two years of age to down to the newborn. They were killing babies. Uh, yeah. Next verse, Casey. But when Herod was dead, look at that. The angel of the Lord appeared in a dream. That's the third time. To Joseph in Egypt. Keep going. Saying, arise and take the young child and his mother and go into the land of Israel. For they are dead which sought the young child's life. See, God will watch over you. God will keep you if you just listen. You just let him lead you. I mean, just think about 
This time is no different from the time we live in now. God know how to navigate us and keep us. That's why, you know, when you got crazy stuff going on out there in the atmosphere, I mean like crazy festivals and things that don't have anything to do, you know, you, God want to keep you safe. Stay out of that. Well, I'm going to Mardi Gras. See, it was the night before Christmas. I ain't got, I ain't got one word. Now he meddling. He was free. Now he meddling. I got to get my bees and all this. Huh? I'm going to ride on the float. Watch this. But y'all deliver. Now, saying, arise and take the young child, his mother, and go into the land of Israel, for they are dead which sought the young child's life. What I'm trying to say to you is this. Everybody's not out there for the same thing you are. And when you don't understand the purpose, you got to understand, it's not you that the devil is after. It's the purpose of the thing that's in you that he hates. And if you don't recognize the sincerity of what it is that God placed in you, then guess what? Yeah, he'll destroy vision and he'll destroy you too. Because you don't have enough understanding that God is trying to tell you, no, don't go over there. Stay away from that. You're not going to probably say, but you have a witness. Hmm? You can't be every place at one time. Got to understand that. Keep going, Casey. And he arose from the dream. He took the young child, his mother, and he came to the land of Israel. Watch this as we close with these verses. But when he had heard, <coughs> excuse me, that did reign in Judea, <coughs> in the room of his father, in the, yeah, in the room of his father Herod, he was afraid to go uh, there. Notwithstanding, being warned of God in a dream, he turned aside into the parts of Galilee. That's Joseph did this, okay? Keep going. And he came and dwelt in a city called what? Nazareth. That it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet, he should be called a Nazarene. As you know, when they say, can any good thing come out of Nazareth? It was not a, it was a village that was just kind of like a small, little, small uh, suburban of Lafayette. You know, what would be a small, like Cecilia, you know, uh, Honorville, you know, um, you know. Uh, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, fighting bill, you know. <laughs> Next verse, case. Okay, so you saw what I need you to see that as he said, notice this. Jesus was hidden he was kept, the thing I wanted to show you tonight, that how the same voice that ministered to Mary 
ministered to Joseph. And Mary was able to submit to, that, to Joseph's leadership because she knew that same angel, Gabriel, that spoke to her is now speaking to him. And that angel is not talking to her now. He's speaking to Joseph because Joseph got to watch over Mary caring, you know, what she's, you know, Jesus is born now. It's his responsibility to keep him until the time come that Jesus is able to start his earthly ministry. How many, did y'all get anything out of that tonight? 